So Darren Beatty, and this is one of the first things we're going to get to, the federal officers involved in and federal informants involved in 6th January, explosive, explosive, explosive uh, story up on uh, up on Revolver. So uh, we got about three or four minutes in this segment. Walk us through it. Well, yes, uh, and thanks for having me. And absolutely, I think if we had a true January 6th commission of the sort that this country actually deserves, that was interested in getting to the bottom of what actually happened rather than engaging in performative political theater. This is precisely the bombshell report that would come out of such a commission. And we don't even need to be partisan in our approach because the truth underneath 1-6 is actually not really partisan. It goes deeper than party politics all the way to the core of what our regime is and what the power centers of our regime are. And that is the national security apparatus and the various agencies that interfere with the political process, which is why I constantly say the broader lesson of 1-6 and really of the past five years is that all of our electoral politics that we think about, that we talk about, that we engage in on a daily basis, all of that is going to be fake and performative until we bring the national security state to heel. And I want everyone to keep that in mind as we go through this bombshell report on revolver.news. Okay, so walk us through. We got a couple yeah. of minutes here to walk us through the main thesis of this. Who the, who the parties right. we should be looking at and how does this investigation go? Well, this is part two of a series, investigative series on Ray Epps. Now, Ray Epps is an individual um, who is in the mountains of documentary evidence, video footage of 1, 6, and before. He's the only person caught on tape, dead to rights, explicitly calling for this mission to go into the Capitol. And if possible, I'd like to call up the uh, video clip number one so your audience can get a visual sense of exactly what he was up to. To go into the Capitol tomorrow. We need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. What? No. Peacefully. Fed. 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 Darren Beatty. Uh, that Ray Epps, so he's there pretty obviously teeing people up yep. to go up to the Capitol yep. and go inside the Capitol. So, pretty stunning footage. Keep going. So yeah, I hope all of your audience got to see that video clip and has that seared in their minds as they consider what I'm about to say. This individual, as we saw, the only person caught on camera with an explicit mission to go into the Capitol, which he follows through. He's everywhere in January 6th, all the way up to his presence at the initial fateful and decisive breach site where he whispers into someone's ear and then the breach goes down. This guy is not only not, not, not indicted, he's not charged, nothing. The venerable, politically unbiased January 6th commission hasn't even seen fit to issue this guy a subpoena for his communication records. The feds want nothing to do with him They've scrubbed him from their public database. He was originally on the most wanted list. They scrubbed him from their database. Now they claim they don't know who he is. So he is just one of several unindicted key players who seems to have played a major role in setting the conditions in advance to turn January 6th from a rally into a riot. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean is a lot of the table setting that really allowed January 6th to turn out the way it did, that all took place 
far before Trump's speech even ended. That initial breach of the, of the Capitol grounds that we saw in that video, that occurred at 12.53 p.m., almost a half hour before Trump finished his talk. And so you have people like Ray Epps and the other very colorful, very egregious individuals covered in this bombshellrevolver.news piece who were there at the peace monument hanging out very early before Trump finished his speech, who all went on to play key roles in either breaking down the barriers, cutting down and removing fencing, and playing major proactive roles in instigating the crowds. One of the individuals that we see is called Scaffold Commander, and he's standing on top of a scaffold directing people to move forward, move forward, move forward. When the Capitol is breached, he says, we need to fill up the Capitol. Now, this is um, clip three, if your people can uh, pull this up so people can get a visual representation of what's going on here. Clips three and four really quickly. Yeah, we can play those. So here's the scaffold. He's up there on the scaffold. You can see him with his bullhorn. The, uh, un yeah, we should have some subtitles giving us, it's, the subtitles are partially obscured, but he's saying, move forward, move forward. And throughout the entire day, people could see, hear his um, authoritative voice from the megaphone on top of the scaffold saying, move forward, move forward, move forward. Now, we can, if we can move to the next clip, please, um, we can hear uh, some more egregious instructions from this guy. He says, okay, we're in, we're in, come on. We've got to fill up the Capitol, come on, come on now. Come on now, we need help. We're going to fill up the Capitol. They got in. Okay, we can cut this clip now and I can say say some more about it. So this is a remarkable thing. We've got this guy on the scaffold directing throughout the day, telling people move forward, move forward, move forward. When they go into the Capitol, you say, okay, we need your help. Fill it in, fill it up, fill it in. This is not someone who's been arrested. This is not someone who's been indicted. This is not someone that the feds in all of their uh, interest in your random grandma who took a selfie on Capitol grounds that day. They have zero interest in this individual, just like they have zero interest in Ray Epps. There's another individual <laughs> we cover in this bombshell piece called Black Ski Mask Man. And he's yet another person who's cutting down the fencing, removing the fencing far in advance of the end of Trump's speech. The FBI doesn't care about him either. They haven't arrested him. And as we point out in this bombshell article, they know who he is because the day before on January 5th, he was stopped in a van, a van known as the hippie Trump van, uh, that had explosives and firearms that was stopped right outside of the Department of Justice in a terror scare. The feds uh, profiled everyone that they took out of the van. They wanted to get DNA swabs. I don't think they ultimately got swabs, but Black Ski Mask Man was interviewed by the press in his capacity as someone who was taken out of the van that was under suspicion for terrorist activity. Now, two things to remark him on that. I think your audience hasn't heard of this thing. I hadn't heard of it before investigating for this piece. There was a major terror scare on January 6th with a, uh, a bus with uh, Trump supporters and explosives and firearms and the press didn't go wild over it. And the uh, Trump's repeated calls and other people's repeated calls for enhanced securities on 1-6 continue to go ignored after this terrorist scare right outside of the Department of Justice. And furthermore, one of the people apprehended in this bus 
just happens to be one of the key people who arrived at the Peace Monument early on January 6th and took a key role in cutting and removing fencing before the Trump crowd even got there. So the feds know who he is and they have no active interest in him whatsoever. That's another bombshell story. And so if you go to revolver.news and read the whole piece, we cover a handful of other individuals who play key roles in this in allowing for 1-6 to occur the way that it did who are unindicted, and we tell the story of how they acted in coordination together to make January 6 what it became. It's an explosive story. It's not part of the official version told by the January 6 committee, but it's told by video and documentary evidence itself. If we had a real January 6 commission, this would be their first bombshell report, and it would be taking the country by storm. But thank God we have a powerful audience, you have a powerful audience, and this latest revolver.news bombshell is the hottest piece we've ever run. People are going wild over it. I even have reports from Julie Kelly that the January 6th detainees are in lockdown largely on account of this piece because the detainees were reading it on the and the tablet that they have that they're passing around and they got so outraged it necessitated a lockdown. That's how explosive and outrageous this that this piece is what in terms of what it exposes yeah okay we're going to have i want to announce we're going to have julie kelly and cynthia hughes on tomorrow to address this lockdown and exactly what happened i just want to make sure everybody understands this and if you think i'm relentless and the worms relentless darren Beatty is like the ultimate honey badger right you can't get the guys a revolver off this when they get when they have a story in their jaws ray epps the other individual, the scaffold commander, and then the black ski mask guy, they were all working this stuff when Trump's still speaking. This is all, yes. it looks like it's pre-planned. They're up there way yes. before Trump yes. is even finished, and Trump says, let's walk peacefully right. up to the Capitol. This is, and right. here's the question. Forget the January 6th commission, right? That's a Moscow show Trump. Just forget the January 6th commission or committee. I, I was told in, in press conferences by by Merrick Garland and particularly Chris Ray that this is going and the and the and the guy the the U.S. attorney uh, the the other former one that just got replaced in in Washington sixty minutes that this was going to be the biggest uh, investigation and manhunt in FBI and DOJ history is that not true Darren Beatty I just want to make sure I'm not misquoting I, this was going no, to be no, the you're... biggest. Domestic terrorism, this is going to be the biggest and most fundamental and, and most sweeping in the history of the country. This is going to be bigger than rolling up the Nazi buns before World War II. This is going to be bigger than the communists in the 50s. This is going to be bigger than the Symbionese Liberation Army, the Weathermen during the Vietnam War, Black Panthers, right. the Klan, all of it. This is going to be, that's going to make that look like class C ball. This is going to be the biggest in history. So my question to you, Darren Beatty, why do we have to depend upon revolver and the great investigating reporter that I would assume that Chris Ray and these guys have already reviewed this material of the 15,000 hours that's out there. Correct, Darren Beatty? Right. Well, no, it's, it's, a, it's a great question. And it just goes to underscore how profound this is in terms of the selective prosecution or in the case of people like Ray Epps, Stuart Rhodes and others that we've done deep dive investigative reports on, selective non-prosecution. The fact that this is one of the biggest investigative undertakings in the Department of Justice's history, that they're casting such a wide and ridiculous net that seemingly anyone who stepped foot within a mile of the Capitol radius, any grandma who stepped foot is uh, a, a wanted 
criminal as far as the FBI is concerned. And yet, in the case of Ray Epps, the only person caught on video over and over again with an explicit mission to go into the Capitol, who's there at the breach site right before the breach, whispering into someone's ear, they are curiously uninterested in him. They're curiously uninterested in the people we've caught on video playing key roles in turning January 6th into what it became. That selective non-prosecution is the biggest red flag we can possibly wave. It points to only one thing and one thing alone, and that is that there was extensive and significant federal involvement in 1-6, such that I would have to say it constitutes a major entrapment event and one of the biggest scandals in our country's history. And I think the next okay. step to blowing this thing open, Revolver.News, we have major pieces in the pipeline going forward. As you said, we will not stop. But in order to take this investigation to the next level, we're going to need at least one of these people, whether it's Ray Epps, whether it's the scaffold commander, whether it's Stuart Rhodes, whether it's any one of these people, because when the feds do operations, yeah. they don't do it alone. Yeah. They have a bunch of people, as yeah. we saw in the Michigan yeah. case. And I what we need to see we, is yeah. one of these people flipping on their federal handlers and exposing to the public what really happened. We need we need local law. Look, we know where these people live. We need local law enforcement to now roll these guys up. Why not? The feds aren't going to do it. Why would why would Chris Ray and these guys, Chris Ray and, and Merrick Garland and the corrupt apparatus, they're not going to turn on their own. Remember, 12 of the initial 18 is now 26, but 12 as broken by Revol and BuzzFeed. We got to get the BuzzFeed articles out there. BuzzFeed's no Trump, no Trump site. That ain't the war room. The the Michigan whole fiasco. And he had Chris Hayes even then one night he had a, the woman on. He's like, "Well, this is pretty serious." Right? And then yeah. have, then it went down the memory hole. This right. stinks well, as to I high heaven. Out. Yep. Yeah. As I pointed out, the BuzzFeed piece, the BuzzFeed is great investigative work on the Michigan plot, but they explicitly demand that you not make any inferences in relation to 1-6, despite the striking parallels and despite the yeah. mountains of evidence that Revolver.News has shown, indicating that 1-6 is just as bad as Michigan and probably a lot worse given the magnitude of what it is. So we really need... What we need, Ray Epps, we need some of these guys, one of these guys yeah. to become a hero and expose the federal government. Yeah. They can do it. We, we just got, need one. We got 20 seconds. What Revolver.news, what's your, how did people get you on Getter? Go to Revolver.news, get this explosive report, help us blow it up. It's the biggest piece we've ever run. Help us keep it running hot. And I'm on Twitter at Darren J. Beattie, and we're on uh, Getter at Revolver News. Check us out and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So we're going to have you back on. Thank you, Darren Beatty. Okay, Ben, hang around and we'll come back to you. I want to bring in now Darren, the great Darren Beatty. Darren, we got a, a, only a couple of minutes in this segment. I want you to hang over. Uh, with all this going on and the apparatus in complete uh, collapse and uh, implosion, naturally it's time for the Pentagon to step up and say we're going to do a purge. Darren Beatty, I know you've been covering this extensively, the national security apparatus. At uh, at revolver, tell us what's going on. Are we, are we headed to a civil war? Is that is that the big threat? I don't. Why do we have a civil war? We're going to win two thirds of the vote. It's a democracy. Embrace the suck. One hundred seats. One hundred seats. One hundred years. Darren Beatty. Well, yeah, uh, this latest news that they're revamping their ex so-called extremism purge within the Department of Defense. Revolver News has been on this case from the very beginning. In fact. Uh, we created 
quite a national stir by identifying the very individual uh, who is tasked with conducting this extreme vetting, uh, as it were, in the United States military. His name is Bishop Garrison. We've talked about him before, and he has a history of anti-Trump remarks, viciously anti-Trump remarks. And I encourage everyone, you can go to revolver.news and look at that piece as well. And so there's been an update. Bishop Garrison, I guess, thought that they're not purging Trump supporters and conservatives um, with sufficient vigor. And so now it's a purgeable offense, um, uh, judging from the latest report. You can be purged simply for liking extremist content on social media. And of course, extremism can mean anything from actual extremism supporting terrorism to extremism as wanting uh, to end open borders, uh, not liking the direction that Joe Biden is taking the country in. The extremism has basically been redefined to ex politically exclude and demonize anything that contradicts the agenda of Joe Biden and the globalist American empire regime. Pentagon guys got to understand, and this wasn't on uh, McCarthy's list, but it's going to be near the top of the list. There's going to be, a, and I've said forever, we need a church commission to get back to the CIA, FBI, all of it. But you should preserve the documents because this is unacceptable. Unacceptable to ruin careers on a witch hunt of patriotic Americans, pa our greatest patriots, the ones who serve their countries on foreign battlefields. Short commercial break, we're going to return with the incredible founder, editor, and publisher of Revolver, Dot news, the one, the only, Darren Beatty. Okay, this is all free stuff, right? But important stuff. This has become a, a, a force multiplier. Weaponize yourself. Weaponize yourself. You saw Jesse Waters giving the talk out there at uh, at Amfest to tell the college kids, get your phone like the left does. Walk up to Fauci. Walk up to Fauci and ask him the question, why did you fund the Chinese Communist Party lab? And Fauci's like melting down. He didn't say a kill shot like a rifle. He said use a phone to get you on the record for your lies because the softball media won't ask you. Go together. I want everybody in this audience, it's simple. Just go together, together and join up. You're going to join a conversation that is amazing and it's global in its context. Every populist, every major nationalist, every major populist is on there. This is what's going to save not only our country, but the world. And this platform is going to be key in doing it. I also want you to go to worm.org today and just download the podcast, give a review. Also share it. Also sign up for our month, our morning um, uh, show notes. If you're on the podcast, make sure you sign it up because the podcast, you're hearing it, but you're not seeing it. We try to do as many visuals as possible including looking at the lovely visage of Darren Beatty, who I now turned to. Darren, here's what I got. You've been on Bishop. And I got to tell you, Revolver, you know, National Pulse Human Events, we are so blessed in this holiday season, this Christmas season, to have had patriots like yourself and Raheem Kassam and Jack Basobic who could go do so many other things in the world to make more money, that have dedicated your life to your country and to your countrymen and, quite frankly, to the betterment of mankind. This loose talk about insurrection and about civil war is all from the left, right? And now they're sitting in the pen, got three generals, uh, all this. This is nonsense. The reason is they're going to get swept in the elections from here forward. 
because we're never again going to allow to do what they did in November 2020. We're getting to the bottom of that. We're going to have a huge, huge special next week to talk about all of that, getting to the bottom of 3 November, because that's the only way we can go forward. Darren Beatty, what about these generals and this loose talk in the national security apparatus about a civil war and the types of measures they talk about of putting down the Trump movement, sir? Well, I think it's a very dangerous escalation of a pre-existing trend, and that trend is the weaponization of the national security state against the American people, in particular against Trump supporters, against people who lean right, conservative, or just generally who oppose the direction of the globalist American empire. And you see that across several different dimensions. You see it with the FBI, the CIA, and so forth, DOJ. But you see it increasingly within the DOD itself, which uh, up till very recently has been sacrosanct territory from the standpoint of most conservatives. Uh, But it's just as corrupt as all the other institutions, especially at the highest levels. And you see these generals, you know, basically playing a very dangerous game, uh, seeding this idea that, oh, there could be a civil war insurrection. What they mean by that is assuming that our thesis is correct about what really happened in January 6th, they might be planning a similar operation then to justify even further crackdown on political dissent in the United States. We don't know what they're gearing up for, but it seems that they're telegraphing that they're very interested in escalating their already draconian um, uh, project to squelch and crush and really completely silence any political dissent against the globalist American empire regime. Uh, Last question. Your Ray Epps piece is just a blockbuster. Uh, President Trump actually put it out the other day on one of his notes to the people, and it was pretty amazing what he did. Everybody, President Trump's putting out that we need everybody to read this piece and read his companion pieces and all the pieces that he links to during the day. Any updates? Or just tell us about how viral this is getting and what we can and how this audience can help and assist in pushing this out because this is a blockbuster. You're reporting on this, sir. No, it's it's by far the biggest story we've ever run. It's white hot. It's everywhere. I'm tremendously gratified that President Trump himself read the piece and released a, a press release last night calling on everyone to read this piece. This is the very first time that Trump has publicly acknowledged the thesis that January 6th could have been the result of uh, FBI federal involvement. So I think that's a huge development, and I hope he continues to talk about this. I've just been receiving tremendous feedback, been getting reports and messages from defense counsel of various January 6th detainees. I sincerely hope that the defense counsels, which I will be talking to, will adopt uh, this um, uh, thesis as part of their defense strategy and start issuing subpoenas were appropriate to Ray Epps and other individuals who may have been coordinated with the federal government or working for the federal government. Um, this is, uh, we've es- re- reached escape velocity. There's no going back from here. And I think uh, as we continue to press on, the American public will get the full and final truth of what happened that day, the dark truth about what the government did on January 6th. Beatty, how can people get to Revolver and how they can, how can they follow you on social media? 
listen to President Trump, go to revolver.news, read the piece, share it, share it with your family, share it with your friends, share it with your enemies, share it with everyone. We need everyone in the country to read this and to yeah. consider it. And check me out on Twitter at Darren J. Beatty, D-A-R-R-E-N-J-B-E-A-T-T-I-E. If you're still able to have a Christmas dinner, I want you to bring it over for Christmas dinner. After you had all the nice oh, family yeah. talk and you're going to throw down and people are going to spin on the floor about Trump, Orange Man. And Bay, show them the video. Up, show them the video. Get up. Show them the video. Show them the article. Get in their grill. We ruined Thanksgiving. Let's ruin Christmas, too. It's You're going to get converts. Look at Jim Cramer. Jim Cramer is going to be speaking old-time religion here. You watch in about 30 days. It's all breaking around them. Darren Beatty, you're a hero and a patriot. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I feel bad ranting over the magnificent hymns of the Judeo-Christian West. Okay, Bannon, reel it in. 100 seats, 100 years, you know we're going to start? AOC. We've got Desi Cuellar. He's going to show us how he's going to beat her next. <laughs>